0: Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much for joining our webinar. So um, it's such a privilege once again for Strata Green to host a webinar. This is a monthly webinar that we are hosting. And right now we are currently at the Tree Rings Shed, which is amazing. The weather is great, the sun is shining, and we can't wait to start right now. Mm-hmm. Just so we all uh, are aware of the topic today, let me just refresh everyone as well. So today's webinar is uh, around tree rings as a product as well. And we are so privileged today to actually have um, tree rings very own inventor, Gary Eglinton, as well as Jessica Clark, business manager of tree rings. Such a privilege to have you both here. And um, once again, let me uh, reiterate the topic today is actually tree rings, a new way to fertilize. So, what we're going to be talking about today, there are two, two subtopics, which is uh, which are learn what tree rings are and how they work as annual precision fertilizer placement. And then we're also going to talk about subtopic: the importance of circular economy in future business. So such amazing and also interesting topic. We sure hope that we will be learning a lot of gold today. And let me just uh, let everyone know as well for all the participants, if you would like to ask question or maybe as uh, the presentation is going uh, from Jess and also Gary, feel free, you're more than welcome to straight away type in your question on the Q&A section just underneath. Um, the big screen so if you see uh, below on the screen you will see Q&A you can type your question just whenever whenever you want to ask question by all means just shoot it through and then we will be able to answer everything um, at the end as well thank you so much Um, yeah we will start the presentation now and without further ado I will hand over the presentation to Gary and also to Jess from Tree Rings. Thank you, thank you Lara
1: and thank you Colin for coming out to the tree ring shed today. Um, We'll go through with everyone what on earth tree rings are if they haven't heard them before and what we mean by the tree ring shed I guess. We've got a few photos to share with you as well. Uh, So welcome to Tree Rings. Uh, Burning question for some is what are tree rings? Uh, so, tree rings is a brand new way to fertilise gardens. Um, they're designed to enhance the growth of trees and plants. Um, and is an invention from Gary, my dad, um, from about 10 years ago, um, which I'll share with you a bit of a story on how it started and came about. Um, but essentially, tree rings, as the photos show there, are compact fertiliser rings made from uh, repurposed materials. So we take commonly available waste materials and put them into a new purpose in the tree rings. Um, And each tree ring provides up to 12 months annual nutrition to a tree or a plant, breaking down naturally into the soil. Um, So it provides precision fertilizer placement, but also when it is breaking down, it's breaking down providing those nutrients directly around the plant base where they're needed most. the contents that are in the ring helps to promote vigorous growth, um, flowering, healthy leaf development and we've had amazing results with fruit trees in particular as well from customers. So where did it all begin? Uh, so as I mentioned 10 years ago my dad Gary owns horses on a property and was shoveling the horse manure from the backyard paddock onto his trees and plants to help provide a natural fertilizer because it's really great at that. Um, And then he got sick of shoveling and breaking his back with a wheelbarrow and decided to go to his trusty shed and play around with the idea of a compact manure ring. Um, So he got an old pop cake tin, I'm sure you're familiar with them, got a stormwater pipe in the middle and started playing around with that compact ring idea. And um, Some of the photos there show some of the early days of troubleshooting and uh, using a one-man manual press Um, and a bit of tarp to drive them out. (laughs) So very humble beginnings. Um, And so from there, uh, he got pretty uh, pretty far along with it, tried all sorts of things in the ingredients, uh, from jello to um, flour and sawdust, um, eventually resulting in finding recycled paper, actually developing a paper pulp was the best um, kind of binding agent. He got really close to the product that you see today, uh, but then unfortunately, Dad went uh, deaf overnight. Um, It was very sudden, completely unexpected, um, and yeah, it was. We went, and he wasn't able to get it back. So that kind of um, changed his life in a big way. had to rethink his career as well. He was working in occupational health and safety. He couldn't provide training to students um, or other trainers. So um, it was literally a pen to paper for months for us with Dad and learning a new way to communicate with him. So that put a hold to the whole training scene for about two years. Um, he's since got a cochlear implant on the side um, of his head and uh, can now at least have conversation as long as close proximity and speak loud enough um, but then yeah. so two years it was on hold hadn't picked it up again until my husband Tyron who's a qualified horticulturalist landscaper was like Barry you're really onto something here I can see how my clients could benefit from this and it was Tyron that suggested adding you know trace elements and NPK to the mixture to help really promote the growth and um, health of trees and plants so, um, Moving on, um, another six years or so, they were just troubleshooting throughout all that time, tinkering on it. I'm still eye-rolling at the idea across the dinner table, saying, stop talking about tree rings. Um, and then um, it was this photo, I think, that really, uh, I guess, blew us away a bit. We put a tree ring around the plant that was um, had near or no leaves on it, and of course you can see there the dead grass around it. we went and checked on it three weeks later and there was this vibrant green grass directly around the ring where the ring was placed. Um, And new growth on the leaves as well. That's what encouraged us to enter the Alpha Innovation Contest in 2019. That's when I jumped on board because I knew they needed to kind of market this product and turn it into something that we can share with people and communicate well with. Uh, So Tyra and I got up there in the front of a room of 70 PhD students, uh, sorry, PhD students, but all the other contestants in front of um, it was like Shark Tank in front of professors and doctors, and we got to the second round, uh, winning uh, some money to kickstart the business. And I remember following this. um, At first, Dad hadn't heard that we won, so to shake him by the shoulders so he could read my lips like we won first, and uh, that was a surreal moment. I think it was the gave us the confidence that other people believed in it. And sometimes when you're so, you know, surrounded in your everyday yourself, but hearing and seeing other people impressed and uh, wowed by it, really gave us the confidence that we really need to do something with this
2: and we need to share this with people. It's all inspired by all the products from other countries, which mm-hmm. yeah. amazing. That little kitchen table, I always thought, that's crazy, crazy here. All of a sudden that BC which has been sold as well and yep. again the people are taken on board and they could see the value.
1: Exactly, and I think that's been like as I said I was eye rolling for a while yeah. until you start understanding it a bit better and getting to know what they're doing here and that's when you get swept up in the passion of it all and um, from that moment I've been in it ever since and <laughs> um, can't look back and same with you know all our customers as well i just blown away with what they're getting. Um, So since then, uh, it took us 12 months to get to market and sell, we did a lot of testing in that time um, with other customers, um, and we've now been on the market since I think December 2020, uh, yeah, 2020. Um, So just over two years now, Um, and in that time we've uh, managed to win a couple of other little awards. Best Small Business at the Dower Machinery Field Days last uh, August. And then also we, uh, Dad and Tyrone's product was awarded a, a gold accolade at the Good Design Awards Australia, which is an inter- internationally recognised award, so that was very exciting. Tyron, I went to Sydney to... You you
3: yeah, was I was about to say. Beautiful. I was...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a graphic designer really well. by trade, so I had to be on brand with the dress as well. <laughs> and also the bow tie. Yes. <laughs> we're very much on brand. <laughs> Can't get away from it. Um, we're also very proud members of the Landscape Industries Association of WA, um, which is really important to us. Um, and recently, um, we're uh, given the authority to use the Australian made and owned symbol. It was invented here, it's proudly manufactured here, operated, owned, and you know everything we um, put in the tree ring is all locally sourced as well. Um, whether it's donated from people or um, yeah, sourced from local supplies.
2: What are you? putting putting in?
1: Yes. So, um, so the pro- um, prominently horse manure, which is a great natural fertilizer. Again, where it's all started. So, it's ninety-eight percent of it is natural fertilising benefits. We then add a recycled paper, which is the part that I mentioned was donated. So we have schools and uh, daycare centers donating us paper and retirement homes. Uh, and then we add the custom blend of NPK trace element mix as well. Um, and all that together is what's giving us the training.
2: So you've got that paper, actually stabilised. The manure is a fantastic product for the garden. Exactly. As your father said, you need trailer loads of it. Yes. have so have got here manure in my time with bits. Not the best, no. thing. so it can be a bit smelly. No, like these ones smell. What I least,
1: all. No, so and that was one of the big things was eliminating the smell, because no one wants smelly fertilizer in the garden. So that part of their troubleshooting over these years was to make sure they eliminated that, um, which they achieved in the final drying process of the tree rings. Um, and as you say, horse manure it's the second best uh, natural fertilizer really that you can use out there that's good for the majority of species of plants, the first being guano, which I don't fancy collecting bats, so we'll stick with the horses. Um, and it's something that we can readily get. One thing we did a, about two years ago, I think now, is we actually rescued the next race horse as well. My mum a, a, a regularly breaks in horses and helps people um, with that, so she helped get the horse back to um, good health. Looked after it. We collected the horse manure, and then we found a, a
2: new loving home to retire in as well. It's that whole sort of process of recycling, so from a lot of that horse manure may have gone to waste, and just been composting you actually got it into probably a much easier form. Anybody who's tried to shovel horse manure is not easy. Yes. And so, that, and actually to spread it, and actually it is quite stinky. So does it go through like a composting process?
1: So um, yes, there is a bit of that as well, and also a lot of. Uh, people that own horses they can't get rid of them when you're quick enough they're often mm-hmm. the ones calling us saying can you come take this off our hands we do have to make sure it's the right quality in the sense that it can't have too many honky nuts in it or too much sand in it so we do have a little um, quality um assurance process there but um yeah so we collect it from there if they then need to heat it up to a certain temperature it goes through a mulch um, pro- um they can on the manufacturing side um, but we get it to a powder form almost um, and before it even goes into the actual tray making process it
2: uh, looks like it's pressed it looks like baking a cake is it that's
1: how the call we <laughs> <do>. oh, <laughs> paint
4: tins <laughs> <Yeah. Literally. laughs> so, and then and we um, do a bit of that too
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it must be getting that consistency right i can still remember when i was a trainee we had to make little pellets for seedlings the consistency was when it stuck on the tin shed wall, rocket mm-hmm. was perfect. So we must have just the right consistency for it to... A lot of
4: experimentation back. goes into getting that formula just mm-hmm. right, and it is quite crucial. Uh, and we have done a lot of experimentation over the years to get that correct. Yeah. And the other part is making it um, more widely useful in terms of, uh, yes we use manure as much as we can from uh, local uh, people with their horses, but also we're looking for industry groups like the horse racing industry and that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. suppliers and also paper the idea is to use um, paper that people provide to us um, but also as as the bigger picture get to use the office paper and things like that so we recycle that so it's actually instead of going to landfill and
2: that's why mixing the two together something like with the mpk 10 to 20 yes fantastic you've got Also 10 to 12 one of the things we have got is that by the paper, you get a lot of people adding wood chips and things to the gardens, that will actually take the nutrients out of the soil. When right. you're actually adding those together with the manures, you get the nitrogen in the manures and the paper coming to and holding it together so last longer, or slowly feed to soil. Yes. That's why
4: we, why we say it lasts for 12 months because the primary purpose is for that tree to hold those nutrients around the base of the plant so they can gradually trickle down and get into the root base where it can use it effectively. So it's like a, a slow release compost and fertiliser and when you've got,
2: really, you've got like a, to me it's like a living mulch. So a lot of people spreading that like of compost which can, I mean, you can be a bit smelly. You've got some which can blow away. This doesn't blow away, it stays put and gradually just keeps moist and you know, gradually dissipates mm-hmm. into the surface. Eventually
4: bio-degrades down um, but it's still working it's still actually creating a new top around the base of that plant. And as the plant grows, you can top that up with another ring in the next year, and that it will continue to enhance the growth of the plant. But it also provides systemic protection. The healthier the plant, the easier it is for the plant to combat disease and other like
3: insects and things like that. Is there any insects that make the reasons of
2: other So that make wild get just in that area?
1: We do find, so, um we do recommend, for example, people who have uh, free range chickens, for example, mm-hmm. in the garden area um, that you can seal the tree under the top layer of soil, and the reason that we've had to recommend that is because it's obviously drawing the worms and so forth to that area, creating that healthier soil, and the Chickens are just kind of, you know, <laughs> the they are, so they're finding the good things there, but it's because of, um, you know, creating that environment that obviously those they flourish there. I you know, um, need a
2: PhD student to do some research on the microflora, micro and catastrophic levels, right. actually Yeah, we would love a yeah. PhD student to do a
1: lot of like, there's so much that we'd love to learn, like, to that level and,
5: um, you know, controlled environments and. Uh, one of the other things you're mentioning in mulch, um, when we do water these or when they're watered naturally um, through rain, the weight of it is about three or four times the weight it is dry. And that's because it's holding on to that and then releasing it slowly to the soil below.
3: Been to yeah.
5: Water as per normal is what we say. If you do forget your watering day, the tree is going to look after it. So... I don't know about you, but sometimes I might forget the watering day. And yeah. luckily, like we've checked, done tests where it's a 35-degree day in the heat wave week. You water it the first day. Three days later, it might look dry on top, but if you lift up the ring, you'll see that it's still damp and hydrating that line.
3: Yeah. because a lot of times, one of the big things I've found is people when they have a lot of sheds, things like shooting, you can see the pellets in, and you can come back to them and they still work hard unless they can mm. Those need to be kept moist. So the great thing that your product is because you've got that moisture underneath the semicolon, it's quite easy to hydrate. Mm-hmm. And you've got the moisture ricking side the soil. Where you see the old sheep, products you actually really salty, where they're there for 12 minutes
4: and Also finding making. with um hydrophobic soils are particularly good because they're they're grabbing that moisture in, they're holding it there, and then the layer and they gradually trickle down whereas if you just water them, the water would be running off and running away from the plant. So they've been working very effectively, particularly in the weather we've had recently. Mm-hmm. And
3: then we've got the worms actually sort of recycling that into the top so it doesn't break sand. So some of which just going to race, is
5: yeah. now
3: actually in everybody's garden. It's so been helping to
5: grow trees. Uh, ironic that you know we're using recycled paper as well, which is coming from yeah. trees and then almost putting them back to help grow them as well. Well, well,
3: that's like, a great uh, thing itself. A lot of people may not know probably a lot of the higher subdivisions and elements you used to use that spray on, didn't they That's just stabilize the sun. Mm-hmm. A lot of that was actually like the sure. paper. So, yeah, is it sort of similar to that in some Have you mixed it? And that's the only it's very
4: <laughs> No, I didn't uh didn't really come from that sort of source mm-hmm. in that respect. It was, I was mainly coming from the um, horse manure end and making that more useful. Yeah. So um, the paper mill only become, became part of that experimentation see so what would work best to support the horse manure, not the other way around.
3: <laughs> so, so, how did you come up with that sort of magic sort of ratio to support the of plant development? Technically, <laughs> it was like
5: special, again,
3: <laughs>
1: done over the at six years, as I said, uh, some of those early photos um, that I put up was you could see it from the, there were crumbles or whatever, and that's because it wasn't even sticking together at some points with some of the mixture of, you know, how much paper do you add, how much water do you add, and um, also the scale of operation we did at the shed was making one at a time versus now we have a machine that can do up to a thousand a day, which also totally um challenged, you know, um, and different compression rates as well. So we had to refigure out mm-hmm. that formula again. Um, so there's definitely a lot of that troubleshooting there. Um, uh, yeah, and that's how we've gotten to a point where and then we've sent once we're happy with that, that's when we sent it off and got the scientific analysis done to make sure what yeah, we've actually exactly produced is something that's going to be beneficial to the garden. and when they came back really good and um, very positive. Um, they had uh, one thing that they recommended for it, for example. We then did further testing, yeah. sent it off again, got it to the point that we needed it.
3: Just looking at the analysis, you've got 10% nitrogen. So for anybody with oxygen with its uh any sort of cheese and shrubs, and have got roses, citrus, that's going to give you a, sort of a good result. Yes. Uh, you've got 2% phosphorus in there. So. Yes,
1: and you mentioned about earlier we and talking, uh, you mentioned that being maybe lower... Um, and the reason that we keep our phosphorus low is to make sure that tree rings are safe for native plants as well, which is so important here in Australia. Yeah. Um, you know, natives are very hardy um, above ground and built to withstand our climate, but this is designed to look after them below ground. Um, and then when it we actually do do uh, customized formulas. For example, the roses um, we have the higher nitrogen content to um
3: cater towards that specifically so as well in those here, so that is going to do sort of as well as mm-hmm. in the and <laughs> and, 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 so that, like, you know that would just be perfect yes
1: and i've got um on a couple of them Next few slides that I'll show you are a couple of flowering plants versus um fruit and varieties that we've received direct from our customers as well. So this one here um, is yeah. they had two large much. Um, bushes in the same backyard. Uh, on the left side is where they didn't, they deliberately didn't put a tree ring um, on their hibiscus, and the right side is where they did. And they just noticed a large difference in terms of the flowering and the amount of flowering. Um, and how long they flowered as well past the in comparison to the other one. Um, and this one here is a lemon tree. Uh, this lady was about to rip out her lemon tree on the left, um, and this is in a, a country oh, town, Uh over, over the course, course of the five months, months which you'll notice also so covers is over, over the, the course the of summer, the summer, summer as well. And wow. all she had was the tree ring and a drip retic system. She did no other maintenance to it except for that. Um, and five months later... Uh, her son who gave her the tree, he went to snap the photo and he was like, Mom, am I? are you sure it was this one? Like, <laughs> hang on, am I staying the same tree here? Um, so that one there was a lemon tree. tree. Um, and this one here, uh, this was actually my sister uh, gave Dad. She goes, Dad, my plant's dying and I've got to get rid of it and I was like, I reckon I can save it. So just, just over sure the course of two months, you can see the wow. difference in just the, um, colour of the leaves even um and the amount of leaves in that.
4: Um
3: so you've got sort of like added trace elements and things like sulfur in there because yes. I, know, I know speaking to you earlier you said it was quite new it's actually around pH of seven, which is neutral, mm. which I know from experience a lot of manures can be quite alkaline. So that's a, a really good thing. Uh, yes. Particularly if you put it in something like a pot, which you want it more on this sort of acidic side anyway. So you've got that whole sort of balance uh, Yes, and yes.
1: these designed to be um you know, keeping it neutral makes it um it's performing well in pots as well as in the garden bed as well. Um and uh, over the last two years that we've been selling these, um you saw some photos of us at the markets and stuff. Um, but the amount of feedback that we've been getting from customers, and we always encourage them to take a before photo and after, but also a detail their experience throughout it. Um, and these are just a few of the ones that um, I have uh, written down but uh, one of the ones that I'll pick out yeah, here was, was a lady like who she lived in out. Albany uh, and she used our rose tree rings on her rose bushes which were covered in black spot um, and she put the tree ring around it and she reported that there's like no black spot left on her roses and she, we, we don't put it down to the fact that this is fighting disease or anything Mm -hmm. but as that was saying about the systemic protection and just improving giving the strength to the plant to fight it um and fight
3: it off as you say. (laughs) yeah so is this product sort of more tailored towards a home gardener or commercial
4: Uh, looking now the actual idea was yes it's certainly tailored towards the home gardener but it's also um Ideal for regeneration projects, uh, urban reforestation, that type of thing, and also looking at uh, uh, rural um, regeneration of forest areas and tree planting on those areas too. Right. And it was important that the tree ring itself supports all of those mm-hmm. types of different environments. Yes. So, are there are there some, like,
3: is it one size fits all? Or?
1: No, we um do have a couple of sizes. Um,
5: I'll jump through just so I can show you the.
0: Yeah, Well, Jess is um, preparing the slide for that, I would love to invite for all the uh, registrants, everyone that's actually on here, um, if you want to shoot through any questions from all the conversation that we just had and are still having, um, go for go it. For so just a few and a section underneath and um, we'll answer your questions later. Um,
1: yes, yeah, so to answer your question, we have uh, the ability to do three different sizes at the moment. So we've got the large size, which we do in two halves, um, which is uh, we have some councils testing these at the moment for their plantations. Uh, Our regular one is the most one that others might be familiar with. That's the one we started with to grow first um, because that was best suited for the residential gardener. Um, And then we've recently um, had some councils testing the small ones here as well um and what you'll notice um on the regular Mine one you should be able to see it well there's a um separated separated line in the middle of it uh just on the outside, and that's where you snap it in half and place it around the base of the plant um and that was important when we got the mold done just to make it easier to um apply <laughs> so it. To it
5: yeah so you don't have, uh, to, so you exactly. don't have to try to
3: slide it off so hard hard to to it. exactly so, <laughs> so, the, uh, might, i'm not surprised when you look yeah. at the thickness yeah. They're actually. We talk about mulch using a decent sized mulch, and I'm assuming once it's moist, we'll it will stand a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. Very. How, would you say how much it stands when yeah.
1: moist? Yeah, it's sixty mil.
4: Yeah, right yeah, yeah. so,
3: which is a fabulous you know, yeah. depth for a mulch. So it's going, to, it's going to reduce weeds as well. It's going to cut down your weeds as well as fertilising your soil. So particularly around mm-hmm. the base. Yeah. And, no, you and have some yeah, yeah, when you're talking about sort of commercial version, like parks and gardens and yep. rehabilitation. Big problem they always have is around trees and things is ripper snippers, damage them. You've got yes. tree guards. You've also got, got a spray, spray around you. Them. So by putting leaves around them, yep. you're actually going to negate a lot of that as
4: well. well
1: that's uh, got a solution that is
3: for the at
5: snippers in particular as well.
4: This um, is a uh, solution we're looking for. Uh, this is a biodegradable plastic. Um, completely biodegrades over a period of time into just uh, water and carbon dioxide. But the idea is actually a rigid um called PLA um, polyelectric acid, and it actually is uh quite reasonably solid. So you could quickly slip up with that, without it's no totally issues. Biodegradable. Uh, but eventually it will decompose back into soil, same as a the mm. um, are We're looking for that as a solution to. Particularly, the councils that have been asking for that or something that can put out in the environment, get the rings in place, uh, put those around it so people can trim up to it. But it will actually still uh, feed the plant, enable them the water more effectively directly onto the plant, hold that water and moisture there, and still uh, meet their, um, um, their aims or their uh, objectives for maintenance.
3: To soup, the yeah. And using
4: biodegradable
3: products mm-hmm. yeah. All back into the soil. So If I was like a little bit one or two, you know, mm-hmm. on the garden, we have to buy them in certain to buy one or and in a certain in So um, essentially we you can
5: see behind us we've got them packed in um, packs of four, and that's typically for um, the residential gardener. Uh, for larger um, orders, um, such as uh, large plantations and so forth, we would actually provide them unwrapped. even um, no, though this is biodegradable wrapping, but obviously unwrapped is a lot easier to work with um, and that's how they'd be provided on pallets um, in larger numbers. So we can, um, yeah, as I said, from before we we're doing one a day by hand, which we're mustering up 45 a day, um, and now we can at least, with our new machine, uh, newish machine and we can do up to a thousand a day and um last november as well we bought a large dryer um so we rather than two weeks drying time we can now do it within 12 hours um, but also have that control aspect um you're talking about weeds or seeds before which can be present in horse manure at um, sometimes and our way of controlling that eliminating that um to a certain certainty is using the drying machine and heating it up to a certain temperature
3: yeah that's always one of the things in actually that that yes. with that sixty degrees yes the moisture we kill the root mm-hmm. and the root and a lot of the bacteria the also. Yep. That whole process, so you don't have to worry about the bacteria root seeds so you can put shit in your and then forever in a day you can perform up your
5: and that's why it was really important for us to be able to control that. Um, and so this gives us the ability to heat it up to that 60 degrees or 63 degrees temperature, um, uh, which was really important as well. Um, but yeah, I'll just uh, run through. I think we covered a lot of these anyway. But um, uh, yeah, I think we've gone through all of that and the different sizes. It's also got the environmental benefits as well, Um, (laughs) using obviously recycled materials. The fact that it naturally degrades into the soil, uh, keeps the nutrients at the plant base, um, prevents overspray, underspray and runoff to water sources, which is so important. Um, And uh, we also make sure we're, you know, we're very small business still and we're small scale, but we put, um, we have this environmental hat on every, with everything we do. Um, and that includes the packaging as well, using recycled paper for our flyers or biodegradable cleaning out.
3: I'm not sure, just want talked talk to you. anyone on the course of mm-hmm. the plane, you know, wetting soil, which had issue with the beach placement. By putting these around the vents, you keep the noise, have stop making the and you're it, reducing the it would be great to mention there is even not it? we've got that can actually keep it in that area yep. you are on like the Exactly. Yeah.
5: Yes, exactly. And um and then all that leads to um what one of the other topics that we're gonna cover today, which is about um you know the circular economy aspect and why sustainability is so important and essential in our eyes in business going forward. Um, and we feel we are trying to implement that completely in our operation, you know, by eliminating waste, um, you know, putting it to a sustainable purpose, and it's also in the final leg is actually restoring nature and going back into the earth, and it has this, um, you know, all the materials we use is something that... uh, is produced very ethically, and then we are putting back into the environment as well. Um, So circular economy, um, there's two different types of cycles, biological cycle and technical, and tree rings is very much that biological cycle um, where you have the product that we manufacture, it's consumed um, by our customers, um, but the way that it's consumed is put back into the earth. and then we go around using hmm. animals as well, um, as the, you know, we're not going to run out of horse manure anytime <laughs> soon. And it's a thing that's, it's a naturally produced um, fertilizer, which is really important as well.
3: Any of these resources in the field are or stable or niche?
5: Yeah, so a bit of a mix. Um, uh, it started the ones in our backyard, um, then the neighbors and then mum's friends. So dad and um, Gary and my mum Pam uh, were, President of the WA Paint Horse Association for a number of years they have a lot of contacts with the horsing industry but then as I mentioned earlier is we've had a lot of just pull us up and say can you take this manure off our hands um, so we haven't had to chase it yet we've got our fee supplies at the moment but um there's definitely no shortage in Australia for horse manure
4: it's also about um improving the the landscape as well. I've noticed on our own property that it's been hit so hard with this lack of rain, and, yeah. uh, and the climate has been changed over the years that we've just been there. This is a tool for climate change, and this is a tool which is, whilst a lot of people talk about it, the governments talk about it, but this is about putting a tool for climate change in the hands of everybody: the houses owners, the, right. the gardeners, the people in the urban environments. That they can really do something about growing trees and growing their plants and shrubs and helping their environment. And, it's and not, this is a tool for them to do it.
5: And it's not just about planting a tree or growing a tree, but it's also ensuring that the soil is um, has the, you know, with pollution and stuff and, um, you know, uh, with all the housing develops and stuff, soil is just, there's nothing left nutrient-wise in the soil. So we need to nourish that as well as, um, you know, Go beyond just planting a tree, but actually look after what's going on below
3: ground. One of the most important things I always say to everybody is that you need to improve the soil. You put a smaller planting and you improve the soil. Too many into that. What you're doing here is you're nurturing that your soil. If you can put a smaller planting and you keep it warmer in winter, cooler in summer, more no moisture, and that humidity is going to encourage that plant to grow much better. You said that made thing the whole ecosystem is um, much better. You're creating a little microclimate. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, you are a, control, yeah, a controlled microclimate. Um, so we thought we'd uh, just briefly go, I guess some might be interested into how how to install the tree ring.
4: The application is simple. You take a tree ring and you snap it in two along the pre-cut lines. So you place it at the base of the plant. You water to settle it in, and then you walk away.
5: There's nothing harmful or toxic in the tree ring. You know, we have videos of my little six-year-old niece helping tire and install them as well. With going gone to schools so who have we'll helped put them in there. Um, it's definitely a safe product as well as um, uh, no smell, uh, light, easy to install, so it's, you know, very easy application in that sense. But
3: actually, I've got a little bit of a problem. She to socks at the moment. No, yes Great that. question. Yeah, yeah, so Great question. No mirrors and things. She's not having to be manures
5: it is completely safe for animals but it will make a mess <laughs> <laughs> so um our puppy when we were staying was five months old uh we put trims in the garden she helped us put it in there and then she thought thanks to the new toy and absolutely <laughs> destroyed it over the deck and so she made a mess not harmful to her and they, they're not interested in consuming it um being manure, but uh they just have a lot of fun. So what we recommend for anyone with cheeky puppies is conceal it under that top layer of soil. Um, don't let them see you put it in and they won't even know it's there because it there isn't enough smell. So and since- There's no big one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, divert them elsewhere. But yes, if they don't see you put it in and it's concealed, they have no reason to even look. Yeah. Um, and then I, I don't know if there's any questions on the compacts before we jump into the liquid blend. If you do have questions, uh, do not hesitate to straight away type
6: on to the Q&A section and while waiting for that as well, we actually have um, a question that is frequently asked and we can also um, run through that.
5: Um, yes, yeah, so uh, from compact fertilizer rings we then have gone into the liquid blend, um, another invention from the team. Uh, but essentially, our liquid blend is completely a byproduct of tree rings. So it's um, a second; it's part of the what's collected in the tree rings compact manufacturing process. Um, so we were collecting this water as part of the process, and rather than um, we were recycling the water in it, but now we're collecting it to um, produce uh, this tree rings liquid. Blend, which is a non-hazardous liquid fertilizer. Again, we've managed to eliminate the smell um, from this as well. Safe to handle, um, and it's literally tree rings, but in liquid form.
3: It's like a liquid.
4: Mm
5: -hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Any added
4: nutrients? Yes, it's fully supported with NPK, Um, the essential elements they need, and trace elements as well. So, so it's a full. Um, or bottle if you like <laughs> as a liquid, um, but it feeds plants, feeds the lawn, and it, does it out the right way. So, and the best part of it is the smell. There's a lot of those other liquids, uh, certainly do put a lot of over mm-hmm. It's a good example here,
5: yes. Um, but. just a in a 14 day period, Just And this was only the true rings liquid blend used on the, um, on the grass diluted eight to one ratio. um, And you can see the difference just in 14 days. And I think, um, you know, with all the feedback we're getting of the tree rings from um, customers and so forth, and also knowing how natural and safe it is using gardens, then going down the liquid um, option as well, is we just want to make it more flexible and versatile into how it's applied. uh,
3: and depending on its purpose as well. Yeah, and that's your NPK 12 to 10. Yes. The same thing to here on your lawn. And, and I think the lawn addicts you know, on the Facebook group and all those guys looking at that and just saying, I'd be interested in that. And I think a lot of people, even looking at lawns, have gone to liquid compost now. And most really, of those major companies have been literally, you've got liquid compost, which has been boosted with the same in UK and Chase elements, and really can see the benefits. The soil because we've got those little menus and composting.
4: And it's um it can be used in irrigation, it can be used as a folding spray. It's uh so what
3: would you would you can would you recommend washing enough for and not enough
4: not assuming you have to be careful in warm sunny days? Uh not so much, it's one that's just um again it's uh still fully non hazardous and safe to use and um. As part of your natural uh, watering environment or uh, if you're looking after parks, gardens, golf courses, things like that. It's uh, it's just part of the normal process you can use but so I would suggest a lot safer. And certainly the feedback we're getting from the people are saying, you know, the smell is a lot better. You do go out and play straight away and get out and use it. Mm-hmm. So and used to be
3: like people? a big sort of fertigation in like the green spray is that they're using it and use it in the watering pump yeah, yeah, we've done
5: that. So, so we um uh, typically have it in thousand liter IBC containers, um which we recycle. They like they bring back and we, we replenish. Um, we do have a twenty liter option, um but it's generally the larger scale that we've been producing at it like like the, the moment. Giant,
3: giant, giant, yeah, so yeah. Those
5: people at home
3: get hold of this. That, that little bit of thing. The series box, a right, are in the I yeah.
4: used uh, straight from watering cans and things like that, but uh, I did also try it with the the Venturi um, spray on type thing, and that works like, you know, in the, the dilution rate right, in the watering
5: can?
4: It's, uh, it's around about 8 to 10 to 1, um, roughly. So, when you've got a 9 litre watering can, a litre of that in there and fill up the can, that's fine. Um, the two litre one with the Venturi spray on type system uh, covers about 150 square metres, in about two litres. so it um, um, does a nice, uh, good size. But that lawn that you see there in the pictures there, um, that's about two 2 litre um, cans, if you like, used as a strain. And it worked very well for that. Mm-hmm. And the results so quickly, I absolutely, i without glad even with the mold twice
3: as part of that. But those microorganisms which will be in there will actually make, um, mm-hmm. make the plants more resilient. And a lot of people don't realise things like turf, that so potash, and it actually makes them again more yeah. cells thicker and more diseases. Yeah. So particularly when we are getting into autumn soon, mm-hmm. tomorrow, wow. so yeah autumn, year, so I'm getting into autumn. Once you get into late autumn, a long fertiliser with actual potash will actually help it through the winter. So I think you've got a get of the night to Yeah, thank <laughs> you. <laughs>
5: That's no, good, and I—I I mean that takes us to the end of what we've got here. But of course, um, I'm happy to keep the conversation flowing if anyone has any questions about either products.
6: Um, definitely, we are still opening the chat section if anyone wants to ask a question live. Um, tap it on the comment section. Uh, while we also um will answer it live, anything at all stop it um straight why we will answer live and in real time uh while waiting for that as well um, for a question that you will be able to cover and i think a lot of people will find it beneficial um so that we can um, tackle the frequently asked question as well um maybe we can start with uh, we can start with the difference how about the difference between the standard Rose and natural tree, tree rings blends.
5: Yes, so we currently have three um compact tree ring blends available. Uh, one being the standard, which is the one we've spoken about majority today. I did mention the rose ones, which have the higher nitrogen and phosphorus content, just to help promote the large um flower growth and um uh, and so forth. But we also have a natural variety, um, which essentially. Um, Dad might be able to explain this a bit further, but it's a 100% um, organic option for gardens just because some people have preference um, of fully natural and organic in their gardens. We want to make sure we're able to provide that So replace the um, small chemical amount with um, blood and bone. Did I cover that right?
4: Anything to add? It still includes the the central trace elements and things yes. like that as well. So it's still an enhanced uh, organic product, right, but all natural, obviously. and they fertilizers, and-
5: we're talking less than 2% in the standard as well with the, uh, in comparison to the horse manure. Sorry. You've got the horse manure and only 2% that so makes up the trace element mix and the uh, MPK
3: blend and so it's forth. A, yeah,
4: yeah, it's, it's, it's extremely However, the, the type of materials, um, the organics are only slightly uh, less than our standard version of it, like in terms of nutrient level. Mm-hmm. So we've had all these analysed, um, I think now about eight times at uh, the various uh, the laboratories and things like that. And, we have a, to ensure that not only we're meeting nutrient requirements, but we're getting those levels right for the plant mm. plants. That mm. a and that's why I'm happy to say that the standard we're going to do natural, and, uh, natives, we can do uh, standard plants, shrubs, trees, and have been fantastic for citrus. The rose for those really big flowering plants, the uh, camellias, azaleas, and things like that wouldn't use them on native yeah. site and, and not familiar and the organics um for um for people who want to grow a garden, a gardens or varieties for their for the consumption as well. so they do work very well
3: yeah. that's good but particularly things like roses you know, can so, mm. sort of continue so having a slower release form you've got those uh, like putting a reduced range of goods so as well so yeah. well I think the guys decide I've got a group of points and I don't seem specific but I've been it, make me? A particular got Yes,
5: we can, we can customise. Um, so I guess uh, the way we always thought of it is for larger scale projects, um, there may be an area that is particularly uh, reporting high levels um, of um, something in particular that needs to be balanced out mm-hmm. or is there something lacking? Um, and that's where we can customise the tree ring um, to put... In the tree ring, what is required or lacking in that soil? So, if it's very
3: oh, you can go for like,
4: like that no, you are quite correct. Yeah, and the idea is to look at the type, get of an analysis of soil types, yes. and we can match that to the nutrients that actually need in the environment. And a lot of that was uh, is geared towards something like the mining environment. We're doing mine regeneration, like the Bulwer, uh, and those sort of areas where there are very specific soil needs. Mm-hmm. Um, to regenerate those areas that they're uh, replanting the and sort of stuff. So very easy for us to actually um just have four minutes large you got
3: any some different shapes and things like that? Or? Not different shapes um Sorry.
5: per se, but we um have been looking uh we've had something. People inquire about vineyards in particular as well. Just uh, they provide us what they need in the soil to mm. produce a good grapevine, essentially. Um, so there's that, um, I guess, that option there. Um, but, yeah, in terms of sizes, we, we definitely have the ability to add different sizes yep. if the need came for it. Um, obviously not for the residential gardener, but um, larger operations. Um, it's just a matter of creating the new mould, essentially.
3: So you'd be you recommending sort of
4: occasionally that's as well? A the tree them? ring, yeah.
5: yes. Um.
4: Yeah. Uh, I'd say they're useful for the first um, two to three years of life and time. So I'd follow two follow-ups each year. Once they're once they're past that, they're usually pretty good. Um, but or, what I'd look for is for the health, especially uh, something with stress, mm-hmm. for us for getting some diseases, and uh, uh, like rose black spot, and that that's really been introduced in tree mm-hmm. rings so, over use usually throughout the life of the home. Well, you can have a
5: very mature tree that you've had for years and years and maybe it's just not performing at its best and needs that boost. Um, so, you know, we've had a, an evergreen and it looks, it's alive, it's mm. fine, it's doing what an evergreen should do. We've put a tree around it and not only did the height increase dramatically but the colour of the leaves and the vibrancy of that, you could see that it was just so much happier and um it wasn't ne- ne- exactly in our minds necessary at the time to put it on there, but then seeing the results shows how you know a different environment down there can influence what you're seeing.
3: So particularly if you're for people to mulch every year, you really got a living fertilizer mulch. Mm. Mm. birds
5: a time. Yeah. And there's a mulch crisis, you know, comes in yeah. handy.
4: So. I think that was something I learned, particularly from my horticultural studies, is. When you look at a plant, the idea is to analyse um, what sort of nutrients does it really need in that particular. So the different colorings on the leaves, the different uh, shapes and things like that, or any really particular diseases, tell you that um, sort of nutrients that can be useful for it. And that's what we try to incorporate within the treatment, so that we can enhance the fight diseases mm-hmm. and allow the tree to systemically perform. It.
3: So you can tell us what you are in WA or in Australia or in the world where isn't. It? whatever soil type you've got, you can tell us and generalise
5: Exactly. We have um, you know the sandy soils along the coast. We've got the clay in the hills. Like just in WA alone, alone, and Dad was mentioned, in the Pilbara, but it's so um, diverse in what we're working with just here. So obviously, the standard product is something that. Um, it's trying to be a universal you know, solution in one respect, but if there is that need to really dial it down, um we can address that.
3: Yeah, that was gonna build up Sunday. It's actually gonna open up that making change with
4: change. I'm also looking at um, you know, something like the East Coast has had a drencher this year, flooding everywhere in the so a lot Some of the nutrients we wash out is still over there. I mean, so they're going to be really needing something like this to get their growth back in their gardens, and um on the farms and all the um, uh, tree planting projects and things like that. Because it won't be in the soil; it won't be there for a long time. But it'll take a long time for the silver metal to replace it. Rainers are going to be very useful for that type of approach. So the west with the difficult old silver soils and all that—absolutely great and here yeah, for the East, actually, they and out and mm. We do have over
5: there too. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two uh, questions
6: that I actually find
5: very, very interesting. Um, yes, yes. So, um, uh, a very, a little bit briefly but um, essentially we have a drying machine uh, that we only received late last year Uh, and the purpose of that was not only to speed up our drying process dramatically um, but uh, one of the critical things was the ability to heat to a very controlled temperature, the tree rings. So the tree rings, we go through a process um, of uh, preparing the materials that go in the tree ring. Then we press the ring and it comes out um, in a dampened state. We then put it into the drying machine for that final drying process and have the ability to heat it up to um, above 60 degrees Celsius, which is what we need to ensure that any um, harmful bacteria in the seeds are killed in that process and it gives us that quality control. Um, And the next one as
6: well. Oh, this is actually a question that I also want to ask. You know, do they actually work
5: when we broken them up? Like spring them oh, on pages? or yes. Know, we do have a action. lot of people that have um, given that a go. Um we just the I we have had people say they've had success from that. Um obviously what we're producing here is a compact ring that's providing precision fertilizer placement to one plant. Um so I guess it defeats a few of those other benefits when you do break it up. So it's not the intent, but I do get some excited customers and say, break it up and put in the veggie patch and they're going great, and that's awesome. I'm glad. Um, But the idea is that uh, the point of the ring placed around that plant is to uh, concentrate and nourish that particular one and get the best results from that. Um, But, yeah
3: with still
5: gonna work, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah and if, if anyone's wondering where they can get them from, like um we're so excited to have Strider Green on board as a stockist. Um and so if anyone does is interested in uh, stopping or using tree rings themselves then um uh is it info at stridergreen dot um the email. That's right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jess is still killing it.
6: it right now. <laughs> um, the email is info at you If you have any other question, maybe questions later on, uh, you think about this webinar I'm like, oh, okay, webinars. And um, you can always email us. We can go um, it through to Prudence team, to Gary, and also to Jess, to Mensa. Um Once again, it's info at stratagrid.com.au. And if you want to purchase earrings, available on our website right now. Straight away, um go ahead, uh grasp and if you type trainings, pop up straight away. So you are super easy to just get it and purchase it uh online. But again, if you have any other questions, we are um contactable from people at shardagreen.com Before we wrap it up, um any other more questions coming from you, um, Colin? Well, I, I
3: think it- the a whole host of soil storage recyclers from manure which is very, very messy, cutting mm-hmm. Very, very messy, very stinky. Being a gardener, I don't mind, it's really, really nice. but for a lot of people, we tend to put off. In order to benefits from microorganisms, including soil structure, all of those things, and to have it in you know, a form which is easy, you know, easy to handle, easy to put down, not messy, not smelly, as I said before. This is party down the point, so yeah. you can it uh, yeah. inside. Yeah,
5: this yeah. An
3: it's the Oh, greatest. Particularly you've got hot plants at home, it's one of those things you, you can put it around gardens. So I think to make things easy for people, it's that this is the keep it simple and stupid for a lot of people. Yeah, why well, not? You it. can do that. and I think this really does that very, very easily. You're adding microorganisms, bacteria, compost to improve the soil structure, and you're adding the nutrients to really get the job. So it's a great little. Product which we're so glad we came up with them. I said, <laughs> usually these simple things, which are you should have got on Shark Tank, we I feel like we're it's a good thing is, and you recycle we You've really gone the whole, hog of this virus From all your packaging, everything you think of, even to actually wrap around it and a degrading, which is very very more cool, of so, the things we've size the makes shows ingenuity. It's a great sign. <laughs> i i not been a teacher, a lecturer at TAFE. Everything we talked about, we always was get the luxury right there. You're doing all of those things and you put them on the snow, and the do I say, you can talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stopping stuff. Yeah, it's great.
5: Definitely.
6: I so
3: could have a similar Christmas time. I can some, you know, yeah. I
6: literally yeah. see tree rings with fairy lights around it. It's yeah. pretty, you know, <laughs> I want them. Um, But talking about this not, no smell uh, situation, I need to bring this up. My neighbor, fertilizing his garden with manure and the whole house and the house next to our house can smell it. When I came over here last Friday to just, you know, hang around with um, Tara and also Jess, I came back to the office, everyone was like, you don't smell like a thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks and for cheering. We're
5: surrounded by them and you can't even in the
3: whole shed.
6: You what
3: don't, don't smell. A yeah. <laughs> well, us, I can, can give an example. When I was working for the city of Rocky, got, probably you nearly know, 30 years ago, I mean, We spread some manure. Unbeknownst to me, probably about half an hour later, the boss came out and complained (laughs) about the spread. And he had a little air vent, which was was, was (laughs) in his air vent, right into his office. And he came out and complained about all (laughs) the manure. So none of that here, which is a good thing. 100%.
6: And if you you have a question, always, how do I take part to... You know support sustainability for the environment i think using turing will be <laughs> one of them definitely because yeah it just covers a lot of aspects as well um let me just uh double check if there's any more question uh not at this point um for those who maybe just join in a little bit late and we're almost um wrapping it up right now don't worry because you're already registered as well we will have the recording ready and then we will send it through to you and you can catch up with uh, the session um, if you have any other questions uh, later on as well, you can email to info at and we can forward to Gary and Jess to actually uh, um, answer your question as well. Um, before we close, uh, Jess and Gary,
5: any other additional comments? Thank Sorry. you for having us. Yeah, no, thank you for having us. And we're just excited to be working with you guys and appreciate all your support as well. So we'll grow together. I so, think it's great to
3: have Family business, so that you can see those generations continue So, which is always a nice thing. So, it's hard to work with your family sometimes as a business. And okay, as you've said all the time, but it's great, man, you've got that continuity. And there'll be many, yes. many generations and you'll see things all around the world. I'm looking
4: And I do see that as very much the intergenerational thing that yeah. we do pass that knowledge down and people can use it and that can pass that on as well.
6: Gonna be great. <laughs> Not <in here>, okay? <laughs> oh, that big <made> almost here. <laughs> but um that was fantastic guys and maybe Chris and I wanna say hi just <laughs> <laughs> the whole team is here, they're just fantastic people to work with. And again, if you have any question, info at you. Um, otherwise, thank you so much for tuning in and mm-hmm. thanks for all your questions and just uh being with us today. Thank you, Colin, thank <laughs> for joining me as well, and once again for TriRings team. Thank you for Jess and also Gary for this session. Um till next time we should do it again, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Thank, <laughs> you. thank you and uh enjoy the rest of your day. Bye everyone.
0: Bye. Bye. Oh, I think they're amazing.
2: I just simply break it, put it on the ground, that's it.
1: And I've had avocados for the first time since using tree rings. Tree rings are compact fertilising solutions, rather than a bag of powdered substances. They provide precision fertiliser placement, meaning it works directly at the base of the tree where the nutrients are needed most. It's a simple once a year, set and forget fertiliser. So what are tree rings? A combination of horse manure and slow-release trace elements, nitrogen, phosphorus and potassium, known as NPK. These macronutrients are critical in defining a healthy soil balance. Horses are poor processors of food, meaning what they leave behind is one of the richest nutrient manures in comparison to other animals. While horse manure in its natural form has been used for centuries as a fertiliser, it is still missing a few other key ingredients. Tree rings is a repackaged form with all the missing ingredients added.
4: The application is simple. You take a tree ring and you snap it in two along the pre-cut lines. So you place it at the base of the plant. You water to settle it in and then you walk away.
1: When placed around the base of the tree plant or shrub, tree rings initiate a combination of quick growth and slow release fertilizers. As the tree ring breaks down, it stimulates bacteria and microorganisms that assist the plant in taking up nutrients required for growth and development. Each tree ring includes the necessary trace elements to enhance the health of the plant and promote flowering, fruits and leaf development. Using regular watering cycles, the tree ring helps retain water at the plant base where it is needed most, preventing evaporation and nourishing the plant for longer. I definitely recommend tree rings. I gave them to
0: a whole heap of friends and family as Christmas presents. Since I've been using them, my garden has just been booming. They're cheap, which is amazing, and I just think the results that you get for the amount of effort that you put in is unbelievable.
4: So you sort of just snap it in half, put it around the tree, and you're done.